Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. This week, we're talking about some cyberpunk news, some GeForce Now, and electronic arts. But first, I am Manny G once again, and with me, as always, is the exhausted Andy Man. What's up, buddy? This goes to show how committed I am to this. Not even the apocalypse could keep me from showing up today, Manny. <laughs> oh, man, dude. what And what an apocalypse 2020 has been. Yeah, right? It's been pretty, <laughs> pretty exciting. Dude, it feels like, you know, the civil disturbance is, is just starting to mellow out. But, you know, uh-huh. the pandemic decides to kind of ramp up. Oh, man. Go yeah, it's crazy. It's kind of teetering and back and forth my wife told me of like a of a, a group of like what was it wild boars that found like a cocaine stash and there was some coked up yes. or something like that somewhere. oh my gosh that doesn't surprise like me what? one bit before 2020 if you had said that to me i'm all like no way manny yeah no way yeah but now i'm all like it's it's that's actually like mm-hmm. completely believable isn't it crazy and we started off the uh you know we started off the year with wildfires right it wasn't like australia yes. going down in flames australia was burning it's just like crazy, there was man. a there was a rainforest in there that was also on the tail end of <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh my gosh it's man. nuts yeah it's nuts what, dude what it's very year, nuts dude. But, but it's okay, bro. It's okay. Have you We're uh, halfway have you through able it? To, yeah, almost done. Yeah, yeah. It's six twenty one right now. Yes, dude. We're almost done. We're getting so close. We're getting it's so good. Close. We're, we'll be good to go real soon, dude. It'll oh, be yeah. Christmas 20, before you know it. Twenty twenty one will be the year. Yeah, it'll uh, be the year of uh, who knows what. Yeah, right. Oh man, Andy, have you have you been able to play any games, dude? I know you've been working a ton. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I clocked, I think I did the math. The updated math is somewhere in the vicinity of 90-ish, give or take. Hours? Well, actually more give, yeah, uh, of overtime. Oh, Not including oh. the 56 that we normally work a week, right? Oh, dude. Yeah, dude, yeah. So it's it's been uh, it's been pretty crazy. So you're saying uh, we're the boys Christmas? Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Overtime right. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Hey, that PC we were talking about can, there you can go, probably man. happen now. <laughs> oh man. Totally unplanned though. I tell you what. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yes. I have actually had the opportunity, uh, to play a little bit today. Today. I played a little mm-hmm. bit yesterday, but I was so tired, bro. I lost steam. I, I went to bed like at nine o'clock. I woke up like at almost 11. And then I went back to bed at nine. So, wow. uh, yeah, dude, I was, I was so beat, bro. So beat. Um, but I did get into some destiny. I have rotated back into, uh, destiny a little bit. Oh, nice. Um, and it's not to say that the content is like amazing, right? I think it's the sure. same. Uh, there's nothing really different going on right now. Uh, yeah, I know they, yeah. they, we talked about what their announcements were and, and certainly that's something to look forward to. But really mm-hmm. the thing that's kept me coming back, 
uh, is uh, we have a bunch of people playing. Man, Alex is playing. Oh, um, yeah. Of course, Matt is is playing. Um, and then uh, yeah, Slick Nick uh, is yeah. is is on there. He he rotates uh, through there, and uh, I know he's a big Destiny or I'm sorry, Division Two uh, player as well. Um, yeah. And then I and I know he streams, so you know, for mm-hmm. anyone listening, feel free to look him up. I, I believe he's on Mixer. Um, was Martin and in then, there too? Uh, Martin, Martin Martin's in there. in there. We've got we almost got a raid team, Manny. Yeah, yeah, that's good <laughs> so, stuff, man. So yeah, dude, those dudes have have uh, have been on, and it's been fun playing with people again. Yes, um, but but there's nothing really like cra- I, that's honestly that's probably the only thing that's kept me like logging back in every week. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a new monster coming out here around the corner for Monster Hunter. I'm probably going to cycle back out into mm-hmm. that game before long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, that's pretty fun. Just the last two days, really. <laughs> the only yeah. days I've had to play. But you, Manny, how about you? What have you oh, been doing? Oh, man, I've been... Uh, I've, I've Let been, me guess. Uh, <laughs> Let me guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, why, I don't... I'm not ashamed. Why do I feel ashamed? I'm not ashamed. No, no I've been playing. I've been playing Warcraft, dude. Um, hey, so Manny, yeah. Manny, pot, pot, meat, kettle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been. I'm like, not one to talk. I'm trying to settle in on what class I want to play for the next expansion. So I'm playing the monk right now. A lot of fun, okay. really cool. But there's mm-hmm. like old expansions where you can get like a class mount and like specific like cool skins. Like one of the the monk specs is like a tanking spec. And uh-huh. the tank spec is called a brewmaster. Oh, I like uh, that. It kind of revolves around like, like, like beer, like these these monks yeah, make yeah. beer. So yeah. one of the the cool weapons they used to have is like this big staff with this giant keg hanging off the end oh, of it. Oh, bro! So it's super fun, and uh, it's yes. just cool flavor and stuff that like you know it's fun RPG gets to look yes. cool. So I've been kind of grinding out the old stuff to unlock all those old things. And it's been just so much, dude, like I said before, man, it is like a relaxing experience for me because it's, it's a little slow paced. It's a slower paced Mm. game. You kind of take your time and, um, it's, it's been great, man. It's been really, really fun. And, uh, I just, uh, I just hope to play with other people one day. Listen, whenever the new stuff, whenever they switch it up, (laughs) whenever you give us the green light, Manny, I'm sure that there will be more than a few of us in there playing with you. Yeah. It's like, it's like I'm fixing up the home, I'm painting the walls and nobody's allowed in until it's all good to go. Until it's done. But uh, Andy, I noticed that you are making a face like my breath stinks. It's not bad breath, Andy. That's coffee breath. And the reason Ooh. why I have coffee breath is because uh, for the first time in a long time, I roasted coffee today. Dude, and, I was thinking mm. about that. I was like, I wonder if Manny's still roasting because I hadn't heard you mention it. You have sent me a bag of yeah. this delicious, might I add, mm. roast that you make. So nice, dude. You're back in the game, huh? Yeah, I just I just decided to, uh, to, to, to stop buying coffee coffee already roasted roasted myself i still had beans mm. um mm-hmm. and it turned out great dude i was pretty excited very but cool. uh very but that's cool. it man that's that's my that's my week warcraft and coffee great not too bad well my week has been civil disturbance sleep and uh and uh a tiny bit of destiny in there the, yes the, the best part has been the destiny part 
in the sights <laughs> too. <laughs> All right, buddy, let's jump into some gaming news. Ooh, yes, please, let's so do that. So first up, oh my goodness, mm. no, not again. Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed. Okay, do you know again. what? That's it. I'm unplugging from 2020. Wake me up when it's 2021. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, dude. You want to... Uh, this is from their Twitter, man. You want to read this? All right. It's, it's a bit of a long yes, read, sir. but I think it's worth it. I got it, man. From the official Cyberpunk Twitter account, we have decided to move the launch of Cyberpunk 2077 from September 17 to November 19. No year given. Those of you who <laughs> say that. are... Those of you who are familiar with the way we make games know that we won't ship something which is not ready. Ready when it's done is not just a phrase we say because it sounds right. It's something we live by even when we know we'll take the heat for it. At the same time, we are fully aware that making such a decision costs us your trust, and trading trust for additional time is one of the hardest decisions a game developer can make. And despite whether we think it's the right decision for the game, we'd still like to apologize for making you wait longer. Our intention is to make Cyberpunk 2077 something that will stay with you for years to come. In the end, we hope you understand why we did what we did. At the same time, we are, uh, at the same time, we're writing these words. Cyberpunk 2077 is finished both content and gameplay wise. The quests, the cutscenes, the skills and items, all the adventures Night City has to offer, it's all there. But with such an abundance of content, content and complex systems interweaving with each other, we need to properly go through everything, balance game mechanics and fix a lot of bugs. A huge world means a huge number of things to iron out, and we will spend the additional time doing exactly that. This week, journalists from all over the world are are starting to independently play the game. We are eager and quite stressed to hear their opinions, as well as see your reactions when they publish their previews right after we air Night City Wire on the 25th of June, which is right around the corner, Manny. Mm. We hope this will satisfy some of your hunger for the game as we work to polish it for the November launch. Uh, oh, wow. So there you go, Manny. Amazing. Well, mm -hmm. you know, never trust CD Projekt Red when they give you a release date. Like, they changed that. The Witcher 3's release date, like, three times, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, yeah, they really do live by the philosophy. When it's ready, we'll release it. But mm -hmm. it's it's kind of hard to hear because they keep telling us that they're going to release it. Right. Right. And, and you know what, like, dude? Mm -hmm. Well, if, certainly. But also... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not cool to release a game that is not finished. And I think that, uh, honestly, in this game, uh, in the case of this game, for me, uh, the hype train started early on, man. And I, I mean, I can remember years ago, Archimedes mentioning, oh, this game's, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, sounds yeah. like it's going to be awesome. He was pumped about it. And then little by little, the rest of our circle of friends sort of kind of started jumping on board. But honestly, me, it's just, it's one of those games that you tell me about, Manny, right? You are, or in this case, Archimedes, right? Mm -hmm. My friends tell me about. And I'm like, yeah. eh. And then you make me play it. And then I'm like, oh, sweet. You know what I mean? So I, I, uh -huh. I'll have to say that I'm not one to like be like, oh, yeah, man, cyberpunk, blah, blah, blah. But in the case of this game, dude, the more they delay, 
the more excited I get. I don't get bummed. I'm like, oh, dude, like yeah. it makes me perk my ears because I'm like, huh, okay, something different here, right? Like yeah. a company who's actually interested in not releasing an incomplete product, which I respect tremendously. So yeah. the more they delay it, now that November 19th, dude, I'm I'm um, legitimately excited about this game. Now I can't wait for it to come out. You know what I mean? Mm, Whereas before, yeah. it was for me, again, for me personally, it was, oh man, my buddies really can't wait, or the community can't wait for this game to come out, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, news... Um, uh, sites can't wait for this game to come out, but uh, but now it's me, dude. It's now it's me. I'm I know excited it's funny about how it, they so. do that. Maybe yeah. that's why they're doing it. They just knew, Maybe. like, if they just set up this intrigue and yeah. they just kind of you know have this drip feed of 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 yeah. uh, information for a while, people will just dude. get. Maybe there's a little bit of transparency there too, right? They're like exactly, they're saying yeah. everything's in there, right? We just mm-hmm. need to we need time to work these bugs out, right? You're yeah. going to hear about it from, you know, people who already have the game in their hands. We can't wait to hear about it. And then there's, you know, they say in there like, you know, we're we're quite stressed about it, but there's a little bit of confidence there. In other words, like you get the sense that they know what the reviews are going to be, and it just like. Oh man, I can't wait to hear about it. I can't wait to maybe hopefully see something too, Dude, right? That and how crazy so cool. is this, Andy, that they are giving access to this game. Uh they're giving people access like five months before release. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That is we, wild. And it's not the whole game, I'm it sure. Is. Right. But like, man, that is, you know, first of all, that's gotta say, okay, you guys are confident in what you're putting out, so much so that you're willing to give it to journalists. That mm-hmm. I get to play it, and you're allowing them to talk about it, like, real soon, right. like, as soon as next week. That's crazy. But also, they want feedback. They they mm-hmm. want more feedback uh, because they want to they're, – they're looking at this game not just for re- release date, but they want to support the game, like, long-term for years because we know they're, mm-hmm. they're going to do expansions. We already know that. Right. And they're working on this totally separate, like, online multiplayer mode or game or whatever mm. it's going to be, which is probably a couple of years down the road. But right. it's all mm. in this Cyberpunk 2077 universe. So right. this this game is going to be something more than just, you know, a drop. That's, yeah. You know, so it's crazy. I don't know what to Do you see there. this? Oh, I was going to say, do you see mm-hmm. this? Uh, I mean, just your gut, right? Is this yeah. more of a positive or more of a negative in your view? I think um, anything you look at, like, um, you know, some some bad news, bad information, mm-hmm. if, if you just say, oh, it's 2020, then then it's okay, mm-hmm. right? Because this year has been messed up. And I'm sure the whole quarantine thing has, has really wreaked havoc on, like, oh, yeah. just about every gaming studio. Right. So, you know, be, because of that, I, I just see, you know, maybe that's probably has something to do with that because this, these games that people are making, it's all about, you know, cooperating with your coworkers and showing each other ideas and, and stuff like that to where you're in the office together, creating and making, but now you're doing it all over the phone or through, uh, you yeah. know, through like zoom meetings, discord, zoom. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, I can't imagine how hard it is to be creative depending on a team of people to get things done at certain steps and having to do all that through the internet instead of face to face. So yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. It, it's gotta be tough, but 
man, I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And, and I'm, I'm with you, Andy. I kind of went from thinking, okay, I don't care. I'm not going to look at information whenever they release stuff on Twitter. I'm just going to wait for the game to cut out, come out. Right. But now I, I feel more intrigued. I can't wait till this, uh, this presentation they do on the 25th. And I can't wait to right. see with all the content creators or journalists or whoever, uh, give us that feedback mm-hmm. for, for what they were able to, uh, to play this last week to or whatever. So, so yeah. yeah, man, I, I, I've kind of totally turned around like what I'm thinking about cyberpunk. And now I just really want to see more and hear more. Well, right around the corner, Manny, a few more days, I guess more than a few, four more days. Yeah. <laughs> but this next story, Andy, is pretty related. Cyberpunk 2077 mm-hmm. will be playable on next-gen hardware at launch, which mm-hmm. is which is something that I wasn't really expecting. Now there was, and we're gonna—I uh, I imagine we're gonna read this. But before I, I mm-hmm. we, we go on, there was some speculation. I thought uh, that 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 might have had. A lot to do with them pushing it back was releasing closer to launch dates for the next gen. Um, that's not what they're telling us, right? But no. Uh, but there was there yeah. was a little. I guess maybe that's more of a conspiracy theory. I think it is anything. because there. I think they they kind of address that in the first paragraph here of this IGN article. Mm-hmm. Um, because to it's it's not because it's a current gen title. That mm-hmm. will work on next gen, but mm-hmm. um, that next gen, uh, I guess, uh, um, optimization where it utilizes mm-hmm. the power of the PlayStation Five and the Series mm-hmm. X, that's not going to be there until yeah. sometime in twenty twenty one. Down the line. Well, here, let me let me skim through this article and then okay. we can be more informed from IGN. CD Projekt Red has confirmed that a free more robust next-gen upgrade will arrive on PS5 and Xbox Series X in 2021. In addition to the PS4 and Xbox One versions, both being playable on next-gen consoles at launch. There you go. Hmm. At some point, we're going to have a more robust update for the, uh, I'm sorry, for the next-gens, which we're planning to give free of charge to anybody who purchases the PS4 or Xbox One version. But in any case, you will be able to play the game on the next gens from the 19th of November when the game releases. And it will look better than on the next gens, uh, than on the, I imagine that means on the current gens mm-hmm. from that moment. Yeah. Uh, Kaczynski explained. I am, my guess is this quote was translated, right? <laughs> well, it's from an interview and I actually, IGN got, this wasn't an interview with IGN. It was from another source. Right. Um, so it, it's possible. Uh, Microsoft has already confirmed that those who purchase Cyberbook, Cyberpunk 2077 on Xbox will also be able to play it upgraded on Xbox Series X via the smart delivery system, which makes it so that you only have to purchase certain games once to play them across every system in the current gen and next gen Xbox family. But we didn't know that this more robust update would arrive on PS5 free of charge for users who purchased the game on current-gen PS4 consoles, as Sony has not announced an official PlayStation equivalent to Xbox's smart delivery. Yeah, and I don't think they're going go. to, to be honest. Mm. I I feel like, based on what they said 
uh, that if you're going to play a game like you know, on PlayStation 5, then it should have PlayStation 5 specific features that you cannot get on PlayStation 4. That's their mm. philosophy. So the whole smart delivery thing, I just, the, the, you know, they don't, they have no interest in having PlayStation 5 games work on a PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. which is Xbox's interest because they feel mm-hmm. that their smart delivery program is so pro-consumer that they just have to do it. Um, right. W- w- and I, I agree. That's that's an amazing service. That 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 says that I can play next-gen first-party titles on current-gen hardware without worrying about finding, you know, upgrading right away, which mm-hmm. is great. Fantastic. Yeah. Sony doesn't care about that. They 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 don't want to do that on purpose so mm-hmm. with this being CD Projekt Red saying that hey you're going to have an update for free that's mm-hmm. all CD Projekt Red that's fantastic but there is mm-hmm. one thing to note here is that uh, a while back uh, we just talked about this a couple weeks ago maybe Sony mm-hmm. has mandated that sometime in I believe in July if a game comes out then for the PlayStation 4 it must be playable on PlayStation mm-hmm. 5 Mm-hmm. So that's kind of being mandated so that there's more titles for PlayStation 5. But having this update where it's more robust, that is all CD Projekt Red. That's free because of them. So that's that just you know doubles down on how cool CDPR is. As just yeah, as yeah, totally. Right? Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, and I had to go back and read that first article because my brain immediately was like where's the catch here oh i know they're gonna they're gonna charge us for this free more robust uh, next gen upgrade yeah oh wait yeah. no it's free yeah yeah <laughs> right so uh but uh yeah dude it it really is man they, they man that, that's what i'm saying like these these dudes uh and, and gals i'm sure uh yeah. have all done such a wonderful job with their transparency, with their uh, communication, uh, with their honesty, right? Like, hey, and granted, it sounds like this is just par for the course for them. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it's super cool. I, th- I guess it's more apparent given the current climate of development, uh, game development, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with examples that I don't even have to mention. We've, I, we've, Yelled from the mountaintop since uh, till we're blue f- uh, in the face, right? Mm-hmm. With all the games that have come out and and just in incomplete states. Yeah, uh, I'm tired. Of, we've been getting beta games basically, and in some cases oh, yeah. alpha. You know, <laughs> which is yeah. unacceptable. And then in some cases, they don't even complete the game. They don't even give us what they told us we were gonna get. No, i.e. Uh, Battlefield and Anthem. You know, and and yeah. you know. It just, this is so refreshing, man. I, I can't wait. Yeah, it you know, is all the time that they need. Yeah. yeah, they're they're basically the the foundation of their entire company is, is mm-hmm. just made up of different stuff, right? Yeah. That's why they're the most uh, valuable game uh, publisher in all of Europe. You know, yeah. beating out even Ubisoft, who releases tons and tons of titles. Um, yeah. So they're they're doing it in a completely different way, but yeah. But I well, appreciate it. And I think that kind of mm-hmm. honesty and that kind of business practice, that that makes me want to buy their games. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's Same like here. like what else what else can you say, man? It's 
it's just so much goodwill that they're creating um, that, you know, that going forward, they're just going to continue to build on that and continue to be just that, that company that everybody wants to, to, uh, you know, they, they just want every other company to be like that. So that's pretty cool, man. For sure. Absolutely. But next up, Andy, uh, is this, are we witnessing the, the, uh, the resurrection of G force now? Like oh, Andy. bro. I certainly, I certainly I, hope so. Yeah, dude, because for a minute, like they just rose up over a million, uh, uh, users and then mm-hmm. one right after another, major publishers just started saying, "Hey, you know, take our games off that. You, uh, you know, you you reach in for the kiss here, but you haven't even bought me dinner, right?" So, so they were upset that 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 they took GeForce Now, being this cloud-based uh, gaming service, and it was in beta. A lot of a lot of uh, publishers were using it, and then they all of a mm-hmm. sudden went uh, out of beta, started charging yeah. people. And everybody was like, wait a second, you can't do that. Um, yeah. What's going on? Well, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's some good news here because uh, Square Enix has returned a bunch of their titles. Mm-hmm. From uh, The Verge, Manny. Mm. Select Square uh, Enix titles are returning to NVIDIA's cloud gaming service, GeForce Now. NVIDIA announced on Thursday. The new library of Square Enix games consists of 14 PC titles, including the most recent entries in the uh, Deus Ex and Tomb Raider reboot series. Square Enix was one of the earliest game publishers to pull its library of games from GeForce Now when NVIDIA launched its paid version back in February. And some previously supported games will still be missing, like Nier Automata, Final Fantasy XV, and Octopath Traveler. NVIDIA tells The Verge that Square Square Enix is returning to the platform thanks to its opt-in program, which it put in place last month. Now, now, if a developer wants its games on GeForce Now, they have to explicitly agree to letting NVIDIA provide access to them through its cloud gaming platform. NVIDIA gave all developer developers a May 31st deadline for opting into the platform or else it would remove access to the games. Yet, Square Enix had already pulled its titles from the platform prior to the announcement. <laughs> what a story, man. Mm. So they put in this program so that it's opt-in now. We talked about that before. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what do you know? People are opting in. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so far. Uh, yeah. I'd like to see some Capcom games. Uh, hint, hint. Uh-huh. Added into the mix, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, the more the the merrier, you know. Yeah. It's such a gray area too, and it's such a consumer friendly product that I would hate for uh for it to lose steam because because of greed. Yeah. You know, I mean, fair is fair, right? Mm-hmm. But ultimately, we're using a uh. A, a computer in the cloud, right? Exactly. Yes. And and if I've paid for the game, then why shouldn't I be able to do that? You yeah. know. Um, and it also gives you the ability to maybe play games that are, uh, you know, beefier mm-hmm. uh, through a, maybe a, a not as uh, uh, technologically awesome system if you have the internet for it, right? Yes. Yes. So, um, so I mean, 
I don't know. There's so many implications uh, to this, uh, you know, access to these games on this service that I think it's just good uh, for for the consumer to be able to to have that option. Yeah, I think so too because you know the 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 whole story here is that it is a service where you can access the games that you have already paid for, and all you're doing mm-hmm. is basically renting a computer in the sky you're Mm -hmm. just you're it's you know you're playing these games through a a computer that geforce has and you know and it's like you know it's 2080 ti hardware it's like the best hardware that nvidia makes so you can be playing like you said like on a a cheaper laptop or whatever and Mm -hmm. get way better results because you're you're using someone else's hardware but you're only accessing things you've already purchased. So if you have the the computer speeds to do it, right? Yes, yeah, the internet yeah. speed for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So it's like, you know, I don't I don't know what the handshake is here going on in the background that we don't know because this opt-in mm-hmm. program, yes, that's you know, it's good to to have this opt-in program. I think that's just the right thing to do. But it's like it's like, hey, Square Enix. You want to sell more games to people who can't even buy your games because their systems can't support those titles? You know, sell somebody a copy of Tomb Raider will allow them to play it, whereas otherwise they wouldn't be able to. They wouldn't even buy it. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? The thing is that they're not giving access to games that they didn't pay for, right? It's just the games that you own. Um, So, I mean, so just... Again... For the consumer, it makes perfect sense. For the game developer, who knows, man? You know, like I said, greed, right? Yeah. We want to sell more t- more titles. Yeah, um, yeah. I, so, it, I mean, I don't know. In my head, I want to believe that it's a fundamental misunderstanding of what GeForce Now is offering people. Mm-hmm. That you know, it's not like a store where they buy your products and you don't get a cut. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just accessing what you already have. So. You know, I want to believe that it's just a misunderstanding, but like you said, man, it's probably a bit of greed to where they're like, hey, yes, they bought our title. We want them to buy it again if they're going to use it on a different platform Mm -hmm. or if they're going to, you know, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't make sense to me, the greed part from the publisher. So, well, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully it works out. It's trending in the right direction. Yes. Let's hope that it continues. Yeah, yeah. So, so there you go. I think this is a big win for GeForce Now. So, uh, lastly, Andy, EA Play 2020 has happened, and it was. I totally uh, missed it. I completely it missed this whole thing. Did you? Yeah. Well, Andy, to be honest, you didn't miss a whole lot because you can That's... see some highlights. You didn't have to watch mm-hmm. the whole. Uh, you know, it was over an hour, mm-hmm. and it was cool. I watched the whole thing, and it was fine. There's highlights out there if anybody's interested in watching this. But we're gonna go mm-hmm. over some of these uh, these announcements here because there's honestly there's not a lot, but there are some some mm-hmm. cool tidbits to talk about. Very good. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll start off with Apex Legends from Venture Beat, BT Dubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the little Apex Legends uh, blurb here says respawns free to play battle royale game is coming to Switch this fall. Ooh, big nice. news! Yeah. The studio also announced crossplay. Uh oh. So people can play together and PC can rule them all. Uh, no, that last part. <laughs> Whether they play, they are on PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Switch, or PC. Yeah. There you go, Manny. That's what do cool. you think? 
Well, I think mm-hmm. that's really important for for Respawn to kind of widen their audience to bring it to the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's only a matter of time before it's on your phone, Andy. Oh, dude, that's crazy. That's uh, where... well, I guess the other BRs do that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they, I think they boasted like seventy million players overall, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. when well, you have a free to play game that's popular, people get to download and play it. And the fact that you make it cross play is, I think, really good for uh for the population, right? Whereas. Yes. You know, if you didn't have that, where we've seen games that don't have that, right? That just yeah. seg, you know, wall off portions of their community mm-hmm. uh, that can only play within that ecosystem, within that environment. Yes. Um, I don't know, man. Especially as as the years go by, right? The player base sort of dwindles naturally. Yeah. Um, the fact that you have just a much bigger pool of players to to pull from, uh, I think, is good for the health of the game. Clearly. You know the 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 conversation can can lead towards well you know who has more of an advantage a competitive advantage we'll say mm-hmm. um, depending on the hardware that they have but I mean you know the fact is at some point folks are like man we just we don't want you know fifteen minute load times you know for a match right we just yeah. want to jump in and jump out so yeah and they I, still I, might... I agree with you man I think this is good. They still might segregate segregate uh, lobbies by your input device. So if you're mouse mm-hmm. and keyboard, play with mouse and keyboard or control, play with controller. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it allows people to play together regardless of that. Right. Uh, you right. know, you could team up with anybody who's playing on, on whatever kind of hardware. So, mm-hmm. th- yeah, I, overall, I think that's it's super positive, I think. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I think every game needs to have cross play, cross save, all that stuff. It's just, it's just the way it should be. I think. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, Sims Four available on Steam right now, Manny. Mm. Let's go pretend to live the life that we're living. Yes. In our computer. Exactly. <laughs> yes. But have you Steam. ever played any of the Sims? Yeah, on Steam, on Steam now. Have yeah. you ever played any of the Sims games? No, no, I me never neither, have. dude. Never have. Me neither. Neither. I had a cousin who did, and I'm all like, bro, why don't that's like he was like, oh man, I gotta go to work, blah blah blah. Like you're like, <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> like you have to go to work, and you'll be like, so what else do you do in this game? And it's like everything in life. I'm just like, why hmm. don't you just get up and <laughs> do that? Just go out there and live. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I have to spend the but next anyway. uh, thirty minutes matching socks. So, yeah right uh, exactly XP. yeah yeah no exactly. I, I i don't even know what you do in that game but no yeah. i never played it. well for those that uh are interested it's on steam there and it's go. available right now <laughs> uh let's see what do we have here it takes two mm-hmm. uh cooperative story focused game uh about a child who deals with their parents' divorce by creating two dolls, which both come to life. Oh, man. Manny, this mm-hmm. has therapy written all over it. I don't think I want anything to do with this game. Yeah, well, this is from, uh, what is it, Joseph Ferris uh, from Hayes Light. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he mm-hmm. is He is quite the character. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he's he's really good with uh, F-bombs. Uh, he was at the, oh, game, he's nice. the guy that was at the Game Awards with Jeff Keighley, and he's... Uh, yeah, yeah, really exciting guy. I'll just say that. But his <laughs> new luck. game looks it looks interesting. Looks cool. well. It it is an it is an interesting concept. I will say that. Mm-hmm. You know what? It, hey, the world doesn't need another first person shooter. 
every you know release yeah. cycle right so yeah. it, good good for him yeah uh, let's see. Lost in Random uh, looks cool. First off, it, it it has a magical six-sided die that talks. Ooh, mm. talking dice. That yes. sounds that sounds like an acid trip, man. Sounds like a chance. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. It also, hey, buddy, uh, Snake Eyes, okay, bud, or you know, seven. <laughs> uh, it also has a bit of a Tim Burton vibe that I'm digging. Lost in Random, really. Does look original, so it's great. It's a great fit for the EA Originals brand. Yeah, um, I agree. It does look really cool, and it does definitely has a Tim Burton vibe. Um, yeah, like uh, you're, you, I think they're they're when they say that they're referring to like the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas style. Yes, right. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it does. It looks pretty interesting. It looks like it'll be a fun fun ride for sure. Rocket Arena, 3v3 arena game, uh, shifted publishers from Nexon to EA. Overwatch, but with more rockets, Manny. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is a cool game. We'll see. Mm. But, um, man, who was it that just did? Who was the studio that did Sinuous Sacrifice? Um, oh, that's, um, oh, man. Oh, oh. oh, brain. Brain got caught sleeping, didn't you? No, um, it's Viking so, World. <laughs> no. Uh, oh yeah, I, I literally can't think of it. But anyways, they just released the game recently. Did not do well at all. And it kind of reminds me of that, unfortunately. So I don't know. Maybe this is good 3v3 arena game where everybody's shooting rockets at each other. Right. Who knows? Who knows? Hopefully there's enough gamers out there to it'll find an audience. It looked fine to me. It looked fine. Yeah. But I don't think... I don't think uh, Blizzard's worried about Overwatch with a game like this, but well, you know. hopefully it's not as crummy as uh, Destiny has like this rocket-based mode that I'm not a huge fan of. So, <laughs> oh, at Ninja Theory, yeah, BT Ninja Dubs. Theory. There you go, Ninja Theory. I cheated though. I will full disclosure because I want to be I want to be like CD Projekt Red, Manny. Yes. With all Just the be honesty. Honest. Yeah. Just be honest. Just like, boss, I'm going to be late today. I was trying to get my hair yes. perfect, and it's not perfect. So yeah, I'll boss, be I'll be late today. <laughs> yes, my dog ate <laughs> my homework. That's exactly right. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons, Manny. Oh, this, this was you a were big excited one, man. about this. Yeah, right? Mm. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Well, we got our first, first look at gameplay for EA's next Star Wars game, which is coming out on October 6th. Before CD or uh, yeah, before uh, Cyberpunk, mm-hmm. uh, it includes both a solo campaign and multiplayer. Man, those cockpits are gorgeous. Oh yeah. no, wait, no, that's it. Doesn't say man those cockpits. It's man those, those cockpits, cockpits are gorgeous. Are gorgeous. <laughs> they are, dude. When it's... you say it, when you say it, it sounds so much cooler. <laughs> dude, the game looks fantastic. It looks really fun, and mm. you know, space combat campaign, five v five PvP. Andy, I have to tell you something. Are you sitting mm. down? This is an EA I'm... Star Wars game. No microtransactions. Shut your mouth right okay. now. Done. Mouth <laughs> shut. There's none. Dude, so that's everything you unlock. I don't is just know, by playing bro. The game. No, I'll you don't believe, believe it, it when I see it. <laughs> it's uh, it's supposed to be a forty dollar title. So mm. you know. So set your expectations accordingly, but the, the videos out there, you can go watch a gameplay video. Hello, Xbox. And mm. it looks good. 
It looks really good, dude. So shade, shade throne, shade throne. Hey, they uh, mm-hmm. they asked for it. So uh, yeah. They, yeah by you're the way, right. just as as an aside, this mm. whole presentation looks good. It was like uh, PlayStation Five quality good. It was a good presentation for the most so part. So it was it was it was virtual then. Yeah, it was virtual. It was all in studio yeah. for the most part. In studio as as mm. in studio quality video. So mm. it mm. was done really well. Did not look like a fuzzy Zoom call where nobody knew how to plug in a microphone correctly or make it you know yeah. face their mouth or whatever. So yeah, like I. With- with crappy green green screen behind you, yeah, Nothing exactly. Like so I think the uh, the the big large uh, deep pockets of Microsoft, I think they need to you know put a little investment here into making their next Xbox presentation coming out next month, making mm-hmm. it look good and making it look like it's not shot in some dude's basement. I think they yeah, just, right. You know, it's it's being done. These companies are pulling it off. And I just, as an aside, I think Xbox needs to step up. Fighting step words. your game up, fools! <laughs> there you go. That was a yawn. That was a yawn, Manny. That I was trying to. Was it? Okay. Disguise. I'm sorry. No, you I, I'm just job. being honest. You know, I, it's like <laughs> this. Yeah, dude. I'm glad you turned over this new uh, uh, CD Project Red Leaf. I'm in. A, I'm in like in that is. It's on gym- top. Jim Carrey movie, that liar liar movie. <laughs> just gonna have like Tourette's. <laughs> just say all this outlandish stuff. Good times. Oh man. But uh anyway, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh Squadrons. Uh exciting. EA uh uh production quality was great. Mm-hmm. Let's see. EA Sports. Uh you it's know, just uh slap a new number on it, p- yeah. throw a couple of microtransactions on and that's it. Uh, yeah. so moving on. This time with shadows. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. With even browner mm-hmm. footballs, yeah. And this this uh, last part here, Andy, is uh, they did a little teaser where you mm-hmm. actually show they showed us work in progress, Dragon Age Four, oh. and a bit of some Battlefield stuff. Mm. And, okay, uh, the it, tech, you mean? Yes, the, or yes. the updated stuff, right? Nice. Yeah. So who knows when we'll actually see some like a presentation on these games sometime next year, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was there, and if you want to see a little slice of uh, of what Dragon Age Four looks like, it's available on the internet. Um, whatever, nice. Bioware, you got a lot to prove, Bioware. Oh, they're no CD Projekt Red. Let me no. tell you. Let me tell you something, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not. And and uh, uh-huh. Battlefield Two, EA, yeah, EA. Too. You guys <laughs> need to get it together. Yeah, yeah, you. You hear us, EA? You look at us when we're talking mm. to you. <laughs> okay, no, right. no eye that's contact. Right. All right. Mm, Last right. big announcement at the end. The very end. Yes. Yes, dude. It was Skate 4. Skate, Skate 4, 4 is four. legit. I know yeah. we have some really excited friends about this. Mm-hmm. Old Dan himself. The yeah. necessary evil man. So this is funny, Andy. Skate 4, we know nothing about the game. They basically... Mm. To me, from my perspective, it's like they got the phone call that morning and they're like, hey, hey, guys, you guys want to make Skate 4? Yeah. So, okay, so we got no, you know, there's nothing to see at all. The only thing we know is that the project has a green light now. It's been a long time since Skate 3. And I know Skate 3 reviewed extremely well. People love that game. Um 
So hopefully Skate 4 can live up to the hype. But I don't think we're going to see it for a long time, dude. Do you think, Manny, that, you know, the the MC or whoever was taking the lead on this Mm -hmm. was like, just had like a Howard Dean moment? Do you remember Howard Dean? Who's Howard Dean? He's the one that was running for president. I think he was like a Republican nominee, and then he just went all nuts up oh, on stage. Oh, like, I remember. And we're that. going to, and we're going to Ohio, and we're going to, and then he yelled yeah. out that scream that got him just completely like axed, you know, just nixed him <laughs> out of the uh, the uh, the primary or the Ooh, contention. Yeah. Do you think it was one of those, or is it like, and we're going to give you the new stuff, and we're giving you squadrons well, they, and they no microtransactions? Yeah. And then finally, and mm -hmm. Skate 4, and everybody's looking at themselves like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it it was Uh, totally unexpected, dude. Nobody mm -hmm, saw this coming, mm -hmm. uh, but everybody's been asking for it. So there you go. You get yourself Skate 4. Who knew? All you had to do was ask, Manny. That's right. That's right. (laughs) And good things will come your way. That's Uh, right. So, so, hey, thanks, Andy, Mm. for hanging out with me, buddy. Wait, what? What Good does times. that mean, Manny? That's it. We we went through all the stories. What? I mean, there's other stuff we can talk about. We could talk about The Last of Us 2 coming out and getting oh totally review bombed. Torched. Yeah. Very torched. Burnt we yeah, we did down. we did mention a few things uh at the beginning. I, I, I told I told I was telling Manny uh, you know, he says, Well man, you know, like the game is just out. I don't know that that uh that there's a whole lot for us to talk about. Well, you have certainly neither one of us has a PS4, but yeah. you had a really good take on it, man. Uh, so yeah, I, I think if we if we don't do it now, we should do it soon. Yeah, well, he, I mean, basically, it was it wasn't necessarily about the game, but it was the fact that it had received so many ten out of tens from so many outlets. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, amazing! But then more some of the more critical reviews of people that I personally trust and, and mm-hmm. like were far more realistic maybe because Mm -hmm. they were looking at the last of us Two more of like a a video game and less a piece of art Mm -hmm. whereas you know i i just there there's a lot of talk right now about this disconnect between professional game uh, reviewers and Mm -hmm. players Mm -hmm. there's a huge disparity there and and it comes from time to time but i think there's there's a conversation there to be had about The Last of Us 2 specifically and mm. the fact that it has been completely review bombed. As soon as Metacritic allowed for player reviews to, to go up, they went up and the game's mm. getting bombed. The website is mm. crashing because of it. They have thousands mm. more reviews than even God of War has, which came out a while ago. In its life cycle, right? Is that exactly. what you were saying? Exactly, yeah. And and, yeah, uh, and uh, Layman, they kind of pointed out the fact that it had those reviews, so many more, um, before you anyone is, was actually able to play the game at release and play it all mm-hmm. the way through. There yeah. weren't enough hours to do that. So obviously, they weren't playing it. So yeah. I think the big takeaway is how poor Metacritic is set up and the fact that you just can't, trust metacritic user reviews mm-hmm. and if you want to go there for the critical reviews keep in mind that there could be a big disconnect in the fact that somebody would give somebody a 10 out of 10 for a game that may or may not deserve a 10 out of 10 i'm not saying it doesn't right um you know there's 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 something to be said there so i think i think just going to these sites just for a number and then moving on probably not a good idea 
Yeah, I think we're probably at, at the point where, you know, and, and there's such a, a fine line, right? Where you don't want to get spoiled. Yeah. Right. But exactly. then, you know, you want to like an in-depth review. So it's like, man, I don't know what, what, how much information am I willing to get? Yeah. For me to, but I think what it boils down to is like you mentioned, right? Um, pick a reviewer you trust, you know, or a content creator you trust. And, and if, you know, if yeah. they, if you know that they're thoughtful and they're not, you know, they're, they, their, their position isn't influenced by, any outside uh, yeah. force, whether that's money, politics, or whatever, um, then then go with that, man. Yeah. Or, or or you know, we have friends who are like, "Hey, I'm genuinely genuinely excited about this game. I don't want to hear anything about it. I'm just going to buy it mm-hmm. and then see what it's like." But yeah. man, we've done that before, dude, and we've been burned several times. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's such a that it's we certainly are entering, or we've already, you know been in this era of like uh there's just so many outside forces influencing um i think scores these days you know yeah so yeah it's tough to make that choice i think i think one of the most important things to look at is just transparency from whoever's Mm -hmm. reviewing your game make sure you kind of see eye to eye and you understand you know i may not like what they like but i can read what they're writing and if they're able to kind of take a step back and say, okay, I can see how, you know, I, I could appreciate someone else's perspective who might not like this as much or who might value this more or whatever. Somebody who's so transparent and just kind of lays it all out for you mm-hmm. so that you walk away with an honest opinion and you know that uh, it's not, you're not just hearing bias, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind right. of hard to to find people like that. But I think over time, if you're reading people consistently, then over time you kind of can appreciate uh, everybody's nuance. Like for instance, you know, I I can I can take a particular reviewer. I know the type of games they like, and I know how I agree and disagree with those games. And to hear a new review from them, then you could kind of have a sense to where, all right, I I kind of see where they're coming from. I may not agree with their score uh, strictly on the fact that you know I have a different perspective. But, you know, it could still give you a feel for what you're looking for. Right. So, you know, just you got to go beyond face value and you have to kind of, you know, over time, you you get a bit of a history with a reviewer. So, mm-hmm. you know, for, for what it's worth, you know, don't don't just don't just look at the numbers. Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> my, that's what my dad would say. That's right, man. Yeah, just my grandma used to tell me, don't, yeah. don't be dumb and don't eat rocks. The two <laughs> the two things that I needed to hear the most growing up, Andy. Yes, and, dude. Uh, and look at, your, look at your teeth now. Look yeah. at your teeth now. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Well, Very buddy, cool. let's get out of here, man. Oh. Thanks for hanging out, buddy. All right. Hey, man, thanks for having me again. Oh, man, thanks for having me. And thanks to all of our Patreon supporters. We really appreciate you guys uh, supporting us on a financial level. That is fantastic. You take care of the bills for us. Thank you for doing that. And uh, it's 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 totally optional. And that's what makes it special. You do it because you want to. So thank you. And thanks to everybody for listening, for hanging out with us. And if you have any information, any feedback, anything, Go to GamingAdventureClub.com and uh, leave us your info there. Or if you would like to join the club, 
Go to gamingadventureclub.com slash discord and jump on in. Do it. Do it. So until next time, my friends, have an adventurous week and take care of each other. <laughs>